What is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese Pisi, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, on today's exclusive segment, we have a legend in his own lane. He's a Chicago native, and he goes by the name of Mr. Michael Collier. May we please begin the show by slow clapping this king of comedy in? Of course. <laughs> now, I say that because, I mean, his name rings bells here in his hometown of Chicago, but we want to hear from the man himself. The man himself. The man, the myth, and the legend, man. First of all, thank you for coming. Yes, thank y'all for yes, having yes, me. Yes, How y'all yes. feel? Good, good. Y'all look great. good. Y'all energy is great. <laughs> we try. We try. Right, we on the south side of Chicago. Man, I feel super califragilistic. Straight like this. Straight <laughs> like yeah, this. If I was doing any better, I think it was a setup. Okay. Right. And we know you got some big things popping in town, mm -hmm. uh, I think around the holiday weekend. Yep. Absolutely. December 22nd and 23rd? Uh, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. 23rd at the okay. DuSable um, Museum. At DuSable Museum, we're doing a show called Michael Kaya's Mama. Yes, sir. If you like your mama, you will love this show. Come on now. Even if you don't, you will love it. All right, I was about to ask, what if you don't like your mom? Yeah, no one has <laughs> asked that question yet. You're the first, uh, but no, it's a great show. I uh, get the kids to cover my little life. You know, I'm from Chicago, the projects. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Taylor Home, 4352 yep. South State, Park 9 on that. And um, you get to see me grow up, me and my big brothers. I have four big brothers, and see how my mother raised us. And it's so cool because, you know, I grew up in, in real ghettos. Mm -hmm. You know, before we moved to the projects, we was in the pre-projects. So oh, wow. Before we moved to the ghetto, we was in the pre-ghetto. Okay. And I mean, talking about poor, I mean, I know how to make hot water cornbread from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Have y'all ever heart. had cornmeal mush? Long, long, long. You long had cornmeal mush? Long, you long. never had cornmeal mush. See, yeah, you look like you come up with a silver spoon right. in your mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, 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 cornmeal mush. The ingredients on the side of the cornmeal box is hot water, right. a pinch of salt, some cornmeal. You put some sugar and milk in that. You're good. That's breakfast for poor people, you Excuse know. Me. In fact, my family was so poor they couldn't afford to have kids. The lady next door had us. No. <laughs> so <laughs> we invented the surrogate. <laughs> and we get I mean, I've been rich three times, but I've been broke seventeen. Oh, so a way more comfortable and familiar with broke than very, I am very experienced. Rich, you know. Um so you get to see me go through uh, learning what my craft is, which I'm an actor, comedian, motivational speaker, liar professionally. <laughs> and um and then and you see that I go to Hollywood and become successful. And then you also see that once you get that money, things happen, you know. Right. So um, I developed my cocaine habit. I actually had a crack habit. It cracked for 23 years. Oh, wow. And as of this March 1st coming up, I have eight years of pure sobriety. And you get to see me act out this journey. Because, you know, a lot of people think a one-man show is a stand-up comedian doing a long comedy show. It's right. not a comedy show. It's, an, it's a, a, a theatrical play. Right. It's uh, 55 minutes with a 15-minute intermission, then 45 minutes. I play 17 characters. I play all wow. of my brothers, my mom, my dad, uh, the people at school, the people at the church. So you get to see all these different characterizations that go in and out of. But it's like a roller coaster because it's dramatic for a minute, then it's hilarious for a minute, right. then it's dramatic. And it really shows... Uh, other addicts, although I didn't do this show for addicts or anyone, I did right. it for myself because right. I'm telling my story. As I was doing the story, I discovered that there is a great lesson for other people who are addicted, not just on crack cocaine, but other things that yeah. you can change your life, that you can turn it around. So we really want to try to get as many uh, folks who are trying to be sober and who are going with any challenge to come see this show. Because, yeah. I mean, if I get to the other side after 23 years, uh, the people who got two or three years can right. go, oh, you know, if he can do that, 
I can do they that. They can respect you know the saying? journey. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And hopefully they can see that they can do it. Do it too. Right. You know, mm -hmm. which, which is important because a lot of folks don't do a thing because they don't think they can, so they don't even Let attempt to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I, now I live, man. I'm sitting smack dab in the middle of my dream, Hallelujah. and everything comes from the uh, the gifts of sobriety. Yeah. You know, and but my show is not a show all about addiction and sobriety. It's about my travels yeah. from Chicago to Hollywood to my dream to disaster right. back to salvation and, back, and, yeah, and yeah. back to God and back to my center, you know, yeah. and I love who I look at when I look at the mirror each morning because of my mother and God. So I just think that once you get family and God together, everything else takes care of itself. And mm -hmm. this show tells that story. It tells a, sh a story of, of just life and joy and living it all the way to a bus because I was a functional addict, you right. know, so I was doing everything I wanted to do. Nobody knew I was getting high, yeah. except the people getting high with me, right. you yeah. know, yeah. And until we stopped putting it in the story. But I think it's a story that should be shared. I think it is my testimony, mm -hmm. you know. I think Absolutely. that, um, man, I think the sky is the limit, and you shouldn't let anything come into your life that stops you from reaching your limit, True. you know. True. So, so that's one of the many things I'm doing. Oh, I'll be on real. When does is, when is this show air? Uh, it'll air by Sunday. Sunday oh, Monday. one day too late. So uh -oh. when y'all watch this, tell me how y'all like me on Rail because Rail. Ah, uh, shout out Lil Rail. Yeah, on the eleven. I'm on his show, Lil yes. Rail show, and uh, uh, shout out to Leon Rogers who's Hello, going to up, host boy? my play yeah, when yeah. I come. And it is December 21st, 22nd, 23rd. It's four shows because two shows on the 23rd. There's one at Three and, and three eight. and one at seven. seven. Yep, yep, yep. But that's close enough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if they look great, be, be great. And it's, it's really, I mean, I did 10, 10 of these in um, in Hollywood. And the Bassett said it blew her away. Lou Gossett said it blew his socks off. Can't wait to see it on Broadway. Uh, Robert Townsend said it changed his life. And Jennifer oh, wow. Lewis made everybody stand up. And it was oh, wow. like, it was pretty awesome. It's pretty. Okay. I'm I'm blown away by yeah. it myself. Right. How can people purchase tickets? Yeah. Well, you can I go to Brown Paper Tickets. You can okay. go to brownpapertickets.com. Uh, if if all else fails, you can drop me a letter in my email, comicking123 at aol.com. You know. Uh, but I ask you to look at other things I'm doing as well because. I'm doing a sitcom now with uh, Mike Tyson. Okay. It's called Rolling with the Punches. Hey, Mike. And, you know, it's actually like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Do you know oh, that I show? I love yeah, that yeah, show. Okay, so imagine yeah. that same format, but with Mike Tyson's life. Come on. Uh, you know, a guy who owns his own marijuana oh, oh, farm. Oh, oh. You know, he has yeah. 740 acres of marijuana. Mike's oh, no, the man. I didn't know that. Mike's the man. And, and he's an amazing person. And he, you know, his one-man show was great and it went to Broadway yeah. and it went to HBO. His wife wrote that. Shout out to Kiki. Hey, Kiki. Hey, Kiki. Wrote Kiki. Do you love and us? she's currently writing her second one. So he's about okay. to go back okay. out. And he's just really a great man. He's really a great, a great cat. And I play one of his sidekicks and the great Russell, um, Russell Peters. You know the comedian Russell mm -hmm. Peters? That boy's so funny. And, and Snoop Dogg is in it. Oh, wow. it's, it's great. Hey, Calvin? Yeah, that's right, Cal. <laughs> Mr. Broadhouse in the house. For real. Uh, we just did a music video, um, Snoop Dogg and um, Young Dolph. Mm -hmm. You know, so we did that when we shot it. I can't really give you details, but it's really, really good. So that's coming. And uh, I'm, I'm in the sitcom that's on UMC. Are y'all familiar with that? I'm not. It's the, um, the Urban Movie Channel. Okay. It is a streaming channel owned by Bob Johnson, who okay. created okay. Comic View. Right. Yeah. It's a great channel. I'm UMC. telling you. Forget about it. Even if you don't see UMC. my show, check you want to see the channel, UMC. Our show is called 
the rich and the ruthless. Okay. And Victoria Rao put it together. Okay. You know okay. Victoria yeah. Rao? Yep. Drusilla, yeah, mm -hmm. so she wrote it, directed, produced it, the uh, stars in it, you know, and she is off the chain. Yeah. Uh, Richard Brooks is a star of it as well from okay. Law and Order, the brother who used to yeah. have a flat top hat. <laughs> right. right, and he played the, um, the brother who has the, the crack addiction on being Mary Jane. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not up on uh, the Mary Jane. Oh, that show yeah. is so awesome. good. Oh, love it. Yeah. It's her, her brother who plays yep. her who plays her brother. Um, so we do that. This show is a soap opera about a black soap opera that's owned by black people, and they're backstabbing and pushing people in front of cars, doing oh, yeah. anything they can oh, yeah. to get another couple of lives. Pretty get a little much itself. Right. <laughs> it, it is so funny. It's yeah. really great. So that's on UMC, and you know, each each weekend I'm somewhere performing. So. I love what I do, man. I'm blessed to be able to do it. I'm, yes. I think that we, we just don't realize how blessed we are. We, are we walk take around saying, granted. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. We do take it for granted, you yeah. know, that we have these eyes, that we, we can sit upright, you yeah. know, that people looking at us right now, you yeah. know. And uh, it's just, I'm just grateful to be here and thankful to my mother and thankful to Father God for everything, you know. Amen. Now, I know you have a podcast called The Happy Pod. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Thank that, you man. for thinking about that. Yeah. Well, speaking on the terms of addiction, I, you know, there's a lot of artists and stars who have been addicted who have come back to the other side, yeah. you know, I'm back yeah. on the bright side now. Right. <laughs> so uh, I have this, this uh, podcast called the Happy Pod. It's actually called Happy Beginnings. Okay. But to go to it online, you go to thehappypod.com. Okay. And what I do is interview uh, celebrities who will tell their story. Mm. First, a little bit about their lives, and then about their struggle, their journey. You know, um, um, I have Mr. Lou Gossett. Mm. I have an hour with Lou. Yeah. And he tells a story about Roots, and how he got the mm. part, yeah. and how he learned to play his yeah. character. Yeah. He talks about an officer and a gentleman. He says he didn't really win that Academy Award. The, the Marine uh, drill sergeants mm -hmm. in San Diego, right. they earned they that because, right. yeah, they made him go down there for three months right. and study with them for real. And then, man. yeah, <laughs> then when he came to the set, they wouldn't allow him to talk to any of the other actors well, no until it was time, time to shoot the scene so he yeah. wouldn't become friendly right. or right. even familiar with them, oh, you yeah. know. Then he go from that to talking about his, his dangers, his struggles, you know, like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know, he talked about how first, you know, he'd get a little dope here, a little dope there, but as he got money, mm -hmm. you know, more came to him. Right. You know, just like Robin Williams said, cocaine is God's way of saying you're making too much money. Right. Mm -hmm. And he got to the point, he'd be in this room in his hotel, it'd be three o'clock in the morning, knock on the door, it'd be two butt naked women with a handful of rocks, you know. Yeah. And I Hello? don't know I don't know where I was when they <laughs> Oh, I thought when they knocked on that door. But I'm just saying <laughs> The um, doors of the church are open. Yeah, and, and but and then he goes on to talk about how he came back to the other side, and so now he's doing everything. He's, right. he, I mean, he just played. Um, um, what's the beautiful woman who was married to the guy who used to who used to sing? Don't wear no shoes. Uh, Halle Berry. Ah, hey Halle, Halle Berry. He plays hey, Halle Berry's father in a series, and he works all the time now, like me. I'm doing everything I've ever wanted to do. I'm writing books now. Mm. I'm doing this yeah. show, which is this is going to be a hundred city tour. Yeah, like I said, we already did that, ten man. and four, and then we shot it for Netflix. And okay. Uh, people say, "Ain't you boycotting Netflix?" Hell no. no. <laughs> I ain't boycotting nothing but no. poverty. Okay. <laughs> and, and so, um, so I'm doing all the stuff I want to do. I have a queen. Kelly is amazing. My woman Kelly is so, so awesome, so beautiful, Every so king wonderful, needs a queen. so blessed. And, you know, my, my daughter is amazing. She's 23. She sings like an angel. And, I mean, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of my dream. And I got here 
because I stood up and decided to do the right thing, mm -hmm. you know, and that I reached out to God. You know, sometimes one prayer can change everything, you Say know. That again, man. Sometimes. <laughs> Just one prayer <laughs> can change everything, you know. And so I know where I am. And I am where I am because of the blessings of God. On the and real. because of the encouragement and the love of my mama, man. I have a great mama, Mary Lena Smith, was the ticket. You know, she raised five of us. She didn't take no stuff. Right. You know, she had five boys who turned into five men. Yes. And she wished you would. Well, she yeah. ain't play. You know, so we're just very happy. You should bring your mamas to this show. Oh, yeah. Mothers love this show. Um... Everyone who loves this show, I'm telling you, when I did this show, the stand ovations were crazy. Anyone who knew anybody who was addicted right. would come to me and say, man, it's changed my vision on how you can turn it around. Right. You know, So we're even reaching out to people. If you know anybody, reach out to me at ComicKing123 at AOL.com. We're trying to find people who will buy blocks of tickets, tickets yeah. 20, 40, 50, or 100 tickets, and give them to some of the addicts around town who are recovering and who are trying to get it straight, so that who can't really afford the ticket, yeah. right. and who can come down and um, and check this show out because they're gonna walk away saying, "Oh my God, yeah. he did that." They could use that. the blessing, you, right. be the blessing, yep. be yeah. the blessing. And I can use the money because I'm a shopper. <laughs> I'm a shopper, and uh, my woman don't understand if I come home without the money. Oh, yeah. I was, like I had a cold one day. She said, "Oh my God, the money is sick." No, no. Somebody get the money right. some soup, you money know. Money got the so, flu. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, this sounds like you got a good woman in your life. Every king deserves a queen. You need you, it. You got so you so many accolades. Your resume speaks for itself. And are we going to see a lot of, like you talk about the journey and you're portraying 17 different characters. Are we going to see a lot of the productions that you were in being talked about or the behind the scenes things that absolutely nobody knew about during your journey? Well, you're going to find out about things behind the scene that yeah. dealt with my addiction that people didn't know about, yeah. you know. Um, but I will be also laying out my story of the things I've done. You know, yeah. I'm, I am kind of accomplished in this. Yeah. You, know, you are. We grew up on comedy. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Like surreal for you us. Know. Now, I, I remember you as Showboat in House Party, Party 3. Party <laughs> three. <laughs> okay, that was um, my movie know, back then. It's so weird. Every day someone comes to me about Showboat. <laughs> and more than one person. Three or four different people and Iconic they quote character. lines and yeah. they know yeah. they know lines I don't even remember. <laughs> right, right, right. And they be quoting them, man, you brought in Toe Jam Crackers with you. you know? <laughs> and it's, I, I find it to be a great honor. I know they say that guy, Jimmy Walker, he don't like to hear people say dynamite. Yeah. They have said it to him so much it has driven yeah. him crazy. Yeah. But I think artists have to understand that it comes with the territory. Yeah. It does. And also, it is a blessing. It is. Yeah. I mean, because that film was about 17 years old. Yeah. People talk to me like it came out last yes. week. Because yeah. you feel so like that. So it keeps me alive and the youth get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it keeps me relevant with the youth as well as old heads like myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm honored if somebody says something about that character. I'm glad they remember it, yeah. you know, and who knows? Maybe I'll bring him back. Right. Maybe he'll be the return of showboats. I don't know. <laughs> right. no, we, we don't know. It could happen, you know. And I'm always open to any avenues. I know BET is doing more and more um, original programming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we never know where anything will land or yeah. what will happen. You know, I just keep working. Working, working, oh. dancing fast as I can, yeah. you know. But we just bought a new home, and so I'm, uh, I'm working like a slave, yeah. but I own the plantation. Yeah. Right. And that's what's Thank important. You. That's you exactly. Know. Yeah. One, one thing that's timeless about you is your energy. I mean, you probably didn't know. I know you didn't know, but I was at the BET Awards, and I saw you just work in the crowd before the show started. This season? Yeah, this past. Oh, yeah, thank you, bro. And I just saw you, and I'm like, man, Chicago in the house by the band. But it was like, and I think you said it in a previous interview, 
there are some people you see coming and you're like, oh, not this nigga. Mm -hmm, and there's some mm -hmm. people you see coming and you're like, ah, oh, there go that brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you are that brother, man. So that's, I think that also connects you Thank to you. cross that's, generations. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you saw me, I didn't have a ticket. So <laughs> I don't never have a ticket. You know, I don't get invited to none of that stuff. Hey, we let me tell you something. Awesome. One thing I say where I go, don't wait to be invited to the party. Yeah. Yeah, Invite yourself right. and come with so much energy, joy, yeah, and life, and love. That not only do they not turn you away, but they bring you back for the yeah. next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. You're the perfect example because you saw me out there. I didn't have no ticket. Right. I don't care about no ticket. I'll come, I show up any place I want to go. Mm -hmm. I come. Somebody know me. Now, usually it's the janitors and shit. <laughs> yeah, clean people. Hey, All the clean people know me. So if I don't go through the front gate, somebody take me through the basement, I through the kitchen, right. and bring me. I'm, I'm always get in. I never not get in. And it's funny because I went down there. I'd be suited and booted, you know. So I went down there. I'm standing around hoping somebody go by with a ticket. Because I went last year. Mm -hmm. Somebody went by with an extra ticket. <laughs> okay. Mr. Kyle, you don't have a ticket. Give me, I just happened to have, give me a ticket, right? Bless so now I'm asking people who work there. They going by. They could, they could just usher me in. There's yeah, some people yeah, who could. Easy. But there's people who could usher me in who stand there just looking. Mm -hmm. You know, they ain't going to let me in. And they can but it's a, a power yeah. that they have that they'll never have again. Yeah. So right. they, yeah. they hold it, it. Yeah. and I see them. They see me, and I see them. I see them seeing me, seeing them. I see them. Right. <laughs> right? And so I'm, but I'm cool with it because I come to have fun. Mm -hmm. So at anyway. the end of the day, yeah, I expect I to get in. Anyway. I'm shocked and surprised right. if I don't get in. Right. Okay. Right. But if I didn't, it ain't going to break my heart because I'm going to have fun if I saw, you saw me working the crowd. I'm about to have fun talking to people, taking pictures, passing on flies. Indeed. I'm pushing whatever my next thing is, yes. you know what I'm saying? Because the sale, I love the sale. Yeah. Whether it's selling the merchandise, the show, myself, I'm on the game of the hustle. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I come from the projects, right? right. I'm telling home, 4352 South State Apartment 909, okay? Get it. I'm Mary Lena's <laughs> youngest, you know? And, and so I'm out there working the crowd, and people are giggling. And one man, hey, man, I'm come back, I'm going to get you a ticket. You don't see him, and I'm doing all this. And there's one brother said, man, Ms. Kai, you really want to go in? I said, yeah, I'm going in. Yeah. He said, well, you know, I, I got a ticket for you, man. I said, don't play with me. Yeah. No, man, my partner was coming. And I would give a ticket to somebody else, but I figured I should go and bless you. So I ain't, I ain't just in. I walked through the front door this time. I ain't claim no fence. Right. <laughs> and my seats are great. They're yeah. excellent seats, but I don't stand my seat no way. Exactly. I'm all oh, over the line. I see a celebrity. Right. I'm starstruck. Yeah. I don't know about everybody else. You know, I know most of these brothers, they so fly, you know. They've cool. been in the game, right. you know. I see him. I see him. Not me. I want to see two chains. <laughs> I want to see two chains. <laughs> Uh, he was wearing some, uh, what's that brother, Dapper Dan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was wearing a Dapper Dan on the back. Went over to say hello. You know, a couple of stars I talked to, they don't want to talk to me. Right. Yeah, that's good to see you. you know? and yeah. that, I don't care. I went over and said hi because I wanted to. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get to see people. I'm exchanging numbers. I'm working around. I'm having fun. Right. So doing you, doing you. did you see my, um, my interview on The Breakfast Club? Yeah, I saw that. You saw, okay, I got that because of the BET. Mm. So after oh, the BET was winding down and people leaving, one of the little white engineers came over. Miss Kelly, would you like to do the BET after <laughs> show? Right. Look, I showed up without a ticket. Right. Excuse right. me. So, yeah. I love the number one, y'all. I done got a ticket. I done enjoyed the show. I took photos with all the people I want to. Mm -hmm. Now they invited me to go in the back. So I'm in the back. I'm waiting because what's the name's on right now? Um, who's that brother? <laughs> He changed his name to Rose, Ricky Rose. What's his name? Rick, uh, Rick Ross. Ross. So yeah. Rick yeah. Ross is being <laughs> interviewed, and he keep looking at me because I had on these fly glasses with the diamonds around, right, right. right? And he keeps. I see him looking over, and they whispering and stuff. They thought I was Dapper Dan, ah, right? Okay. So, so he's telling. So, so uh, he's telling um, 
Rick Ross is telling Charlemagne the God, yeah. who's interviewing us, that, you know, that's Rick Ross, so it's Rick Ross, right? So he gets off, he make a beeline to me. Right. And I still got the glasses on. He's right. like, man, you don't know how much you mean to me, man. I got so much so much of your, your style and stuff hanging all in my closet and right. stuff. And I said, nigga, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not that I'm thing. not that guy. And he said, oh, you that funny, nigga. <laughs> I said, yeah, so we took a photo. I got to mount that, right? But they had me back there with the little girl who plays uh, the wife of Bobby Brown, who plays Whitney Houston okay. Okay. in the new movie. So she's waiting for her, her interview, right? Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, she's anxious because they brought us back there. I'm, you know, I'm a little like, if you bring me, put me up too. Right. But they had other stars coming. And those other stars were bigger yeah. than us, and, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so they got Rick Ross. So when they bring him down, here comes Anita Baker. Mm -hmm. So now they bump us, we waiting. This is Anita Baker, and Anita Baker comes up and she tells her son, "This is Michael Callier. Yeah. I've been on him thirty years, and yeah. he's never changed." You know, right, right, and people right. always say that, but Mister Mike, you've been in this game thirty years, and you never changed. That's because I ain't get my money yet. <laughs> get my money. I'm not talking y'all no more. No, I'm buying me some new friends. <laughs> but anyway, so she said he never changed. So she like, man, one more person, and, and bump me. I'm I'm just going home, and I said, calm down. Here comes Snoop Dogg. Okay, <laughs> so now they bump us for Snoop Dogg, yeah. right? And she still huffing. I'm like, excuse me. You are upset because you get bumped by Snoop Dogg. That's an honor. You better, you better calm your little hot right. ass down. Yeah. You know what's your first movie? Right. Yeah, that's right. how this you thing hot today. works. That's how <laughs> yeah. it works. So then, um, then Snoop went up. So then me and her went up together. Okay. And it's the first time I met Charlemagne, the guy, and I, I had seen the show. And I told him, man, I love to do that show. He said, Mr. Kai. Anytime you're in New York, he's, I said, brother, I will come to New York for that. to do the show. Two weeks later, I was on that show. That's but awesome. I tell you that because it illustrates that you don't let people stop you from what you're doing. Indeed. If I decided, well, I'm not going to BET because I ain't got no ticket, None and I'd be at home happen. watching it on TV, on cable. Mm -hmm. But instead, I got to see it live, hang out, meet people, eat the snacks. Okay. Uh, I didn't get no <laughs> gift bag, though. Uh, and end up getting a big interview out of it because I got like 479,000 hits on my. Uh, and if y'all haven't seen it, Go on it uh, YouTube, yeah. put in uh, Charlotte, no, put in what's it called? The Breakfast Club, Club, Michael Collins. Michael Collins. Yeah. Boom, you're right going to see it. It's good. It's, it's good. It's but quality, my show man. is what's good. This, Michael Collins' mama ain't about your mama. Mm -hmm. Ain't about your mama. It's about my mama. So it's Michael Collins' mama. <laughs> see, the name of the show ain't mama. Right. The name of the show is Michael Collins' <laughs> mama. And it's interesting because we have to get that straight because Tyler Perry will do movies. Mm -hmm. And he'll put his name on it. Right. This Tyler Perry's the prospect, you know. Yes. Name of the movie is Prospect, right? Yeah. But right. Tyler Perry's the prospect. Oh, right. This is not. This is Michael Callier's mama. Right. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's movie, Michael mama. Callier's mama is the right. name of. We talk about my mama, you know. But my mother is every mother, you know. Smart, care about her children, work real hard, you know. She ended up having to leave my dad because he wouldn't get off that booze mm -hmm. after being with him for 25 years, and he wasn't gonna change. And she wanted something better for her kids. She loved my father, That's right. but she wanted something better for me. And it's interesting. After my mother uh, left my father and she remarried and moved us to Morgan Park, my dad died like six months after that. Mm -hmm. Now he was an alcoholic, so right. so addiction runs in my family. And, and I mean, he drank a fifth of booze a day and smoked yeah. a pack and a half cigarettes. I mean, he was, he was hardcore. Yeah. And and so we all believe that his heart exploded in his chest at the ripe young age of 51. Yeah. You know, I'm 61, okay. although I don't feel a day over 59. Right. Anyway, <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. I'm flattery. You all right with me? So, so uh, she left him, and I was, first I was on the show, and as I was developing the, the show, I was like telling people, well, I think my dad died from this 
because of this, the, uh, the complications of diabetes. Because he had diabetes, mm. which meant he wasn't able to drink at all. Yeah. But right. yes, he was drinking a lot. And then I came to the point that, you know, when I think about it more, I think my father died of a broken heart. Yeah. Because yeah, he loved my like. mom. And yeah. when you see this show, oh, I mean, your heart's going to swell. Oh. You're going to feel like, you know how you just want to cheer people on yeah. you? Feel yeah. encouraged. Feel part You're going to laugh yeah. your ass off. When I'm so high, you know, because I'm sitting at the house 3.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, trying not to wait. <laughs> Don't want to wake up my wife. Right. You know, heart pumping fast. You know, I'm sweating like R. Kelly in the playground. <laughs> and Damn. when when and when you get to see all these things go on, and you see the drama and the baby mama and the child out of wedlock yeah. and the recovery of it, my baby who I had out of wedlock is now my best friend in the whole wide world, and yeah. just the sweetest, most beautiful, most talented, funniest, flyest girl. Yeah. She's 23 and she just. She's everything. Right. She's everything, you know? And now that's where I live. And you see the evolution of this in this show. Right. From the ghettos of Chicago to five, me and my four brothers to, to learning how to do this craft. You know, I'm, you know, I did Comic View. Not only did Comic View, I co-created Comic View. Right. Five seasons of Def Jam. And then um, one star search for 100,000 gave half to the homeless. All this evolution. It's, it's, it's like, it's going to be like you're watching a flower open and fast time, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's so much fun. I mean, the show's so good, I wish I was in the audience watching me. That's all I can Mike mama, y'all. Straight like that. I <laughs> see it. We're going to give y'all the logistics on it one last time before we get out of here. Okay. But before we go. We're going already? Nope. It took me four hours to get here. <laughs> <laughs> it's he far east as you can be. Side. East, east side. If you went two more blocks east, you'd have to swim. Way over there somewhere. So as is customary on This, Then, and Third, we're going to play a little game called This, Then, and Third. Now, the, okay. the rules are simple. We're going to ask you three questions, and all you have to do is answer honestly and from the heart. You ready to play? How, what do you mean it's easy? How you? It's <laughs> easy for us. Honestly, how you it's easy for us. It's easy to, take, to speak honestly. <laughs> Speaking honestly ain't easy. Hey, hey. Depending on the question you ask. Transparency right, here on This, Then, and Third. Let's find out what happens. All right, okay. here we go. This is this. So during your crack years, mm -hmm. right? Yep. What was, you know, I, well, I'm not going to say I know, but I've heard, right, that you kind of, you have these moments, right? So did you have a me, moment? Me personally? Yeah, me. no, you. Me. Okay. <laughs> you have, what, at what point did you have uh, a moment where, where, the, where you say God takes care of food, fools and babies? You know, you were in it and you were doing something and, and you thought to yourself, oh. like, damn. Barely made it. Right. Oh, what a right. oh, I did that about nine times. Oh, uh, oh my God, you understand? I almost got killed once. Um, I went trying to find some dope late at night out in Rialto. And I was back in this dark street, and I walked up to the brother with the dope, and he went in his pocket to get the dope, and I put my hand behind my back like I had a pistol, and he had one for real. Yeah, okay, so he pulled oh, a gun. Right, right. Fool, what you doing? And I was like, nothing, man, nothing. I was just trying to protect myself. He said, get your bitch ass out of here. You about to get killed. And I didn't even get the dope. So, <laughs> damn. So it was, it was terrible. And it made me go home and sit down and think about it for a while. But, you know, as an addict, you only think about it for a minute. And then you start thinking, so who else do we know? Girl, open your phone book. Who else? Right. Ain't nobody else up this time of night. What you know? That moment passed quickly. But no, I, there were several instances where things got really scary where I went home knowing that I could have died or I could have got hurt or, you know, um, I, I, I felt like um, 
I felt, I mean, I never felt trapped. I always felt like I was doing what I want to do. But in the end, I always felt like there was a little loss, you know, it, not just the money, but a little dignity, a little, a little of my light and energy, which mm. God blesses us yeah. with from the beginning. Did you sort of dull out a little bit because you let the substance come in and be the ruler of you? Yeah. And you start out smoking crack, but later crack smoke you, oh, yeah. you know? And so uh, I, I, would, I would probably say that one night, to answer this question, I came in one night at 3.30 in the morning, and I was all sweaty and my eyes rolled around, and, and my baby was crying, and my woman was crying and stuff. And so, and I sat on the bed, it was 3.30, and I said, you know, I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of doing this and making my woman feel this way. And I'm tired of watching all these people who, you know, some are talented as me, but most were not. Right. Zoom right the hell past me and get series and shows. And I'm sitting on the curb watching the parade go by. I just got tired of, oh, I can't forget. I'm sorry, I forgot a baby was over there. And, she and, curves. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, and I said, all that going bad, I was like, you know what? I want to get myself together. Like they say, you be sick and tired of being sick, sick and tired. And tired. Mm -hmm. So I pick up the phone and I call Cocaine Anonymous. And this brother picked up the phone. He said, hey, my name is Greg C. Can I help you? And I said, hey, man, I, I really didn't get myself together. I'm cracked out right now. And he said, oh, we got a meeting. We got a meeting on Saturday, uh, 9 15. Come on down. So I went to the meeting. And it was cool. I went to the meeting. I could see other people were like me. Yeah. You know, I'm not alone out here. You know, and I, it actually worked for me for about nine months. And then I, I, I would say I fell off. I jumped off the wagon because I started missing crack. Mm. You, you ever miss crack? Anybody? Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> not you know, exactly. But when you miss, it's like, it's like that bad girlfriend. You know, the bad girlfriend who is, you know, she's really a good lover, but she's crazy. Yeah. So as soon as y'all do make love, you just want to get out the house. Yeah. You have to get out of here. Don't you call me. Right. Don't call me no more. Don't call me. But you don't throw away the number. Right, okay, right, so, right. So, and so, I, so I, I found myself again back out there, you know, and I was out for like maybe another year, and I found myself exactly in the same place, 3.30 in the morning. Coming in, and my woman was miserable and yeah. sniffling. And I sat on the bed, and I picked up the phone, and I dialed cocaine anonymous. I swear to God, it was the exact same person. <laughs> exact Hello? same person. <laughs> hey, this Greg C. I was like, what? He said, hey, Michael, we've been waiting for you. Come on down. That's my and, shift. And I went back, and I've Never been got. in. Never yeah, I went back. I've been in every since. He is my sponsor. Yeah, you know, and I, I've been there ever since. And, um... And I'm just telling you, everything in my life works now. Mm -hmm. You know, everything in my life works. And so I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm overjoyed. You know, I get to work with great people like Troy Pryor. Up. Who is hey, amazing. Troy? He is amazing. Yeah, he dope. You know? Shout out to the creative cypher. Organized. You know, get himself together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's helping us make this little journey. Because this, as you know, is my pre. This is my little pre show. I'm just coming out here to pre-promote. Mm -hmm. To let y'all know it's coming. It's coming. You know, it's going to be that Christmas week. Right around you the You got holidays. the relatives yeah. you're tired of that came in town too early. Yeah. They're already trying to eat up all the food the and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Y'all get to give one of y'all thousand to do something that ain't Christmas. Yeah. Right. And just come out and have a great time and laugh and, and feel. Yeah. I mean, you're going to walk out there just like, on, like you're walking on clouds. You're right. going to float up out of there. You know, yeah. So okay. I love the show, and um, and I thank y'all for letting me come. No My pleasure. Thank you for coming. So that was this. This is that. Okay. Um, switching gears for a second. Uh oh. There's been a lot of um, controversy, yeah. potential conflict amongst emerging uh, comedians. Niggas, niggas, <laughs> and uh, it didn't necessarily in my perspective seem to be that way with the with the grown comedians, with with those of you that kind of came up 
in the previous generation. Y'all seem to collaborate. There was a little of it in it okay. when I was coming up, but there was a little. So I just want to know, like, but what advice like do you give now. nowadays where it seems to be a little bit, like, polarizing? You know, here's the advice I will give. I had an uncle that lived to be 106, and his secret was he mind his own damn business. Mm. That's you real know, if, if, <laughs> I mean, what, what other artists is doing, are doing is no one's business. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are saying that some people didn't work for theirs, that they got yeah. it easy. Because, and that's just because somebody got it easier than they Damn. did. Well, that's the way of the world. Yeah. Some people gonna get it easier than you, somebody gonna get it harder than you. Right. Somebody gonna have less than you, somebody gonna have more than you. Right. That's the way of the world. But nothing gives anyone license to attack somebody else because you don't like what's going on with their life. Mm. Right. That means something going on with your life. You really don't like something that. with your life that you ain't happy with. Yeah. That's the only time we strike out at others. We don't strike out at others when we're happy. If you about love, you ain't trying to find your, your brother's flaws. Yeah. You're trying to lift them. I mean, the real brothers lift each other up. Yeah. They're yeah. glad for each other's successes. Yeah. But you got them friends, them so-called friends, them frenemies, right. who want you to do good but not good as them. Down. You know? Um, I, I fell out with, with a, a comedian friend of mine. I'm not going to say her name. But she got mad because another woman is doing comedy who wasn't a comedian. She was a reality star. And she wants to do comedy. And so the lady's like, well, you know, I done sweated and then did all these years. And, and she thinks she can just walk in and be a comedian. Well, if you're not where you want to be, who yeah. fault could that be besides yours? <laughs> That don't have nothing to do with nobody else. Right. That has to do with you. Right. I'm not where, and let me tell you something. D.L. Hughley, Cedric Entertain, all them cats looked up to me when they came in. Right. I had already right. done tons of things, and they were just getting in. Now they all super rich. They rich enough to pee cream, and I'm still a day player. I can't be mad at them about that. Right. They did right. the right thing. They didn't stop to hit that pipe. Yeah. One day I took a rock and I dropped it on a hot piece of glass. I wonder what would happen. 23 years, <laughs> 23 years later, right. hey, I am scrambling to get it all back. Right. Yeah. But how am I be mad at them? Angry. Everything that happened to Michael Kai happened to Michael Kai because of Michael Kai. Right. So it's so on Michael Kai to change that. So I don't think that people, plus I don't understand millionaires and rich people being mad anyway. I don't right. get that. What, are you what mad you got for? to be mad about? Right. If, you want, if you really think you have a reason and you're justified to be mad, I suggest you go down to the corner of 4th and Los Angeles Street in downtown LA mm. and look at these people who live in boxes, boxes. that they've turned into yeah. miniature homes yeah. and, and then come back and tell me what you're mad about. Right. You know, as you drive down there in your Mercedes, Mercedes or, yeah. or your, your Beamer, your, yeah, yeah. yeah, how are you going to be mad? Let's get it all so We're supposed to be lifting yeah. each other up. I, my problem is I would like to see black folks be more supportive yeah. and black people sometimes are really quick to attack other black people. Yeah because of something they don't like or something they feel like the other people aren't warranted. I wish we'd get away from that because white people don't do that. No. They, they don't do that. We, I did a show 147 years ago <laughs> called Homeboys in Outer Space. Oh, yeah. You old enough to remember that? Oh, yeah. You remember Homeboys in Outer Space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Flex Alexander yeah. was the star. Beautiful Woman was the co-star. And we played aliens, you know, but clearly from a hood planet. Oh, yeah. It was Homeboys oh, yeah. in Outer Space. Immediately. And Ron Johnson was in there, wasn't he? From, I, I don't from, know the uh, name. The light skinned brother from a different world? Yes, yeah. he was. Yes. Yeah. yes, he was in there. And I was there. <laughs> the people that brought us down was our own people. The NAACP, the, ah. the, uh, the minority version, the yeah. black folks in the NAACP of Hollywood put us on the boards. Why does it have to be homeboys? Yeah. 
in outer space. How come it can't be spaceships? Or, you know, how, how come it can't be brothers in outer space? <laughs> and our ship was a space hoopty. Why does that be a hoopty? Right. How come it can't be a laser ship? Man. Well, because that stuff was funny. Right. That was That's how we funny. talk back then. We made one season. And we weren't doing no step and fetching stuff. Right. It wasn't none of that. We made fun of hood culture as though if you lived in the hood, but you lived in on another planet. On right. And it was Hilarious. Yes, I was. played the hustler. I had yes, this big red was. coat. I opened it up. I'd have all kind of stuff to sell. I come in, brother man, brother man. <laughs> so they Bar took us to television. Man. We had to go right. to, on ABC News and explain why it's this uh, way. So we made it through one season. Yeah. Then the next season, the white folks did their version. Mm -hmm. It was called Third Rock from the, the Sun. Design. They right. did seven seasons. Right. Everybody became millionaires and nobody was complaining. And you know what? Nobody complained about the Beverly Hillbillies. At all. Nobody said, oh, they making white people look stupid and ignorant and hicks. Nobody said a word. Get they let bag. them go and get their paper. Get your bag. But we do it to ourselves, yeah. Yeah. and we do it too much. That I have a problem with. And, of course, it's not all of we. I'm talking about the handful of knuckleheads right. who knows who they are. I don't have to call names. Right, right. But they know who they are, and they know that it makes them look small. Yeah. They don't understand it. But everybody who sees we see you. And everybody see, that sees you, even the people playing like they're your friends, we think you're small. Yeah. And we, we think of you as a small person. And most people just wanted the courage to say it. You know, yeah. The thing is, can't nobody hurt me because don't nobody help me. Mm. I do my own stuff. And so by mm. me doing my own thing, I'm not beholding to nobody. And God right. taught me how to be a street performer. So y'all can take all my jobs. I'm still going to make that house note because I know how to go to Venice Beach, tell jokes, and pass my hat, and make real paper. That's it. how I get in trouble the first right. time. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I ain't, here. I ain't never out here to do fights. I don't get on social media and go back and forth with people right. because they're not worth our time. Nope. It's not, that's not, every, every loving thought is real. Everything else is an appeal for healing. Mm. So when people dig you, when they love you, when they lift you up, that's real stuff. That's connectedness to God. Right. But when people need to tear you down and say bad stuff or hurt you or take something from you, they're in pain, brother. Healing. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's an appeal for healing, brother. Damn. Somebody pull this barnacle out my buttocks. I'm taking that one <laughs> yeah. with me. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, so the other thing, plus, if you can be anything in a whole wide world, why not be kind? I mean, it's sounds so simple. I mean, if you Easy. just have one choice. I know one thing, karma is real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you get karma even if you don't get it. Yeah. Right. You still get karma. <laughs> even if you don't get it. You still get it. You still get it. So when you send that. dirt out, thank you. You saw what I did there. When you send dirt out, dirt comes back. Yeah. When you send joy out, joy comes back. Yeah. I compliment. All day long. Anything I see on you that I think is beautiful, I tell you. I do it with women and men. Right. And I say to somebody, that brother show is fine. Another person, I, I can't call him fine. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm, <laughs> I'm a man. I can't call him fine. Wait, let me do something real quick. I'm doing a show. I'm doing rail, right? On rail, we are going back to the 80s, mm. right? We playing an 80s band who plays with Sinbad. And Leon from the Five Heartbeats, oh, yeah. and Lawrence Jacob Hilton from uh, you know Cochise from from uh, yeah, from Cooley High, Cooley High yeah. right? We and we're, we're the band. Okay, so we had to put these wigs on to play the part, and I had to say, Leon got my part. They were trying to <laughs> offer the part to me. I thought I had the part. The next night, I ended up with a little teeny ass part, little teeny tiny part, <laughs> and I was like, well, what happened? They said, oh well, we gave it. We had to give that part to Leon, right? I said, give it to Leon. Well, the guy's supposed to be, 
the guy's supposed to be a um a singer, you know, sexy yeah. crooner, right? right? Okay, let me just show you Leon. <laughs> and you, you'll understand. Um Leon hasn't aged like at all. This is Leon. Yeah. Same guy. Leon is fine. Yeah. And he's got <laughs> on a clown wig. Yeah. Now, when you can look fine in a clown wig, right. now look at me. I'm looking goofy as hell. <laughs> look, wait, wait. Wait till you see Sinbad. I'm sorry y'all can't see these pictures. Wait till you see Sinbad. Wait, wait. Now, that's the whole group. That's all four of us. Right. right? I, I play one character. He plays a white character with the yeah. same name as Madison. Yeah. He's a white person. <laughs> okay, wait. That's Jacobs. That's, that's uh, Lawrence Jacobs Hill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From Five Heartbeats. Wait, where's Sinbad? Sinbad, look. We look silly as hell. Come on. Yeah, Leon look right. like he look like Thomas Shepard. <laughs> Leon is on point, you know. So, so, oh, no. so I would compliment you. Right. I compliment you all day long if I see because you did something. Yeah. You did something to get there. Yeah. You know, I went to dinner with a lady I met yesterday, and we went to go to a Chinese restaurant. You know, brother got to eat. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting there, and she found a million things. Negative to talk about, uh, and I finally said, people. I finally said, well, what, what, what are you so mad? Right, right. what you so mad, mad about? Said, oh, I'm not mad. I said, but everything you're saying is about people attacking you. And one of the things was, you know, I don't like it when people, everyone come up and say I'm pretty. Everyone say I'm pretty, but how come they don't never address the good that's inside of me? Wait, I said, where? when do we get to see that? <laughs> When no one gets past giving you a compliment. Right. We see right. a person first. Yeah. It's first right. thing is the outward thing. Hopefully we don't smell them first. Yeah. Ah, so we right. see a person first and we say, wow, you sure look good. Or, oh, I love what you did with that bow on your head. That's the common thing, the natural thing right. to right. do. Right. She takes offense to that because they didn't say, oh, I can see you have an awesome spirit. <laughs> you didn't open your mouth and then when you did, it's some negative mess. Yeah. You know? I so, take it yeah. back. Yeah, right. so yeah. So that answer your question. No, you did. You did. Thoroughly. Sure. Thoroughly. I don't remember, I don't remember what it is no more. What? <laughs> all right. Well, that was that. This is the thirds of episode. The thirds. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So we're going to keep it light and fun. Light and fun. Give me one thing on your bucket list. Oh, yeah. Um, To do three scenes, acting scenes, with Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. Denzel is my friend, but I ain't never been to the house. <laughs> I ain't never... You know, um, I mean, I've, I've had meals with him. He's my friend. But I ain't never been to the house. I ain't never been in a scene with him. Mm. I would love to be in a scene with Denzel. Um, I would love to be in a scene with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Oh, Samuel Jackson is the truth. Yes. When it comes yes. to his acting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and really, and I like him because he's a great man. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not arrogant. You know, when it comes to taking a part, he take the part. It feels good to him. Mm -hmm. He don't have to have a lead. No. But he's going to be the only one you remember, remember anyway. Yeah. Who's be yeah. Samuel. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, he got by a shark in the credits. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's just cool as can be. Yeah. Um, those two. And I would like to. Um, hmm. I think the thing I'm probably going to do soon is I want to take my queen. Uh, to the restaurant in the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Nice. They say that, that restaurant is so amazing. Yeah. You know, and my queen is so amazing. 
can add yeah. that to my bucket it would list. Be a, a, yeah, it would be a perfect, perfect match. You know, it's well, so much right. stuff. I, my all bucket right. list is, yeah. it go all the way out the door. It's long. <laughs> See, I'm going to live forever now that I'm sober. But my thing, it. yes, and my thing is I've always lived. You know, I really was a functioning addict. I was doing shows. I was doing everything, TV, everything. Didn't nobody know. So I was, I was a functioning addict, but not functioning on the high level that I should be, be with the yeah. great credit and the energy that I have within yeah. me. I should have gone so much further and done so, so much more, but I decided I was going to sit over here in the hotel room smoking with some of them that I generally wouldn't talk to on the street, right. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and that burns up, if nothing else, a lot of times. Time. You miss the audition because you're too tired mm -hmm. and you know you ain't going to go in there because if you go in there thinking they don't know, they see your skin all pasty, yeah. you know. So I, I missed some things, but I think that we should bless everything that happened to us. We should never curse anything that happened because everything that ever happened brought us to where we are today. Amen. So my mother who transcended eight years ago but never left me. Not for a moment. She with me every day. Amen. She paying me. <laughs> She's been gone for eight years. She's paying me. I'm going to do 100 cities with this show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sell that piece. I, I, didn't, I don't have a deal with Netflix. Right. They, I ain't talking to Netflix. They don't know me. But we shot it, right. and it's beautiful. The show is awesome, and we could sell it to a Netflix or some other major entity. If Netflix don't buy it, I sell it to Showtime. Right. If not right. them, HBO. HBO. If not them, Cinemax. If not them, I sell out the trunk of my car. Right. But the thing Hustle's is, if you decide you want to do something, go do, do it. it. I say I'm going to shoot it for Netflix. I don't need Netflix for me to shoot it. I go shoot it. Amen. I say I'm going to BET Awards. I'm going to the awards. Amen. I can't always guarantee I'm going to get in, but I'm going to be there. Get in. Right. But I'm going anyway. That's why my, my woman don't go with me because. She don't want to crash. Now, she don't go through all that. Yeah. But she can't just walk in and sit down. She ain't trying to do that. And I understand. Right. You know, but I'm in them trenches. Yeah. I'm going. You know, I'm going over the wall if I got to. Right. <laughs> well, I'm going to be the first one to say it, and I'm sure my co-hosts with the most shares in these sentiments. The best is yet to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank There's you, a brother. huge opportunity for thank a proven you. talent. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot of times, if not always, the setback is just a setup for but a comeback. comeback. So congratulations in advance. Can we slow thank down this you. Around, please? Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, I got to come back. I got one more bucket list. I got to get my own talk show in. Oh, yeah. My talk show is the best talk show and in gotta the world. you got to bring back uh, who left the Who the, who hell, left the hell left the gate? Left the gate. Okay, we need to bring that show back to all the top back, folks with me hosting it. We got, yeah. That's on my bucket list, too. And I'm working on it daily. Okay. I work on all, all my, man, I got seven projects or more, all and right. I'm working on all of them daily. Each one's moving up a little. I'm on my third book. Mm -hmm. My first book was on the president. Funny yeah. thing happened on the way to the White House. Mm -hmm. I knocked on the door and the brother answered. Yeah. So that yeah. was for my man, Barack Obama. Then I did a poetry book for, uh, called Miss Sense that Goes to Cool School. Mm -hmm and other silly stuff, which is a poetry book for adult children. We turned that into an animated series, and now I'm doing my motivational speaking book called Michael Goes Motivational, where I do motivational speaking from a comedic point of view. Dude. So I'm doing all the stuff I want to do because I'm sober, because I keep God first. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. The gift of sobriety. Well, we you appreciate heard it you first. coming by, yes, hanging indeed. out with Thank us, Thank you. I appreciate y'all being patient. I'm glad no. to see y'all. We appreciate you. Y'all yeah. yeah. check out Thank the show you. at DuSable Museum, December 21st. What's the name of the show? 22nd, 23rd. Michael Collier's mama. Don't come on. Straight come like on, that. Pimp, give me some right <laughs> like that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Michael Collier's mama. Thank y'all. I love y'all. Get right. y'all tickets at Brown Paper Tickets right now. Right. You can get them before they all sold out. Brown Paper Tickets. If you want about 20 or 30 tickets that we can give somebody and bless them so they can come who can't afford to, reach out to your brother. Thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure serving as your host for this exclusive segment. Of I this love Tiffany Haddish. Love, love. Yeah, and this has been your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third. my lovely co-host with the Moses, Miss Reese Pizza, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.